Hi, and welcome to the much-delayed episode 39 of Girlfriends Knitting. Thank you so much for coming back and watching again after my month hiatus to be with my family in Dallas. Um, quick update on how things are going there before I get started on tons of thank yous. Um, Dad is making lots of progress. He is supposedly heading to rehab in the next week week and a half and um, the doctors are all very optimistic. It was a really rough scary three weeks and I thank you all so much for all your love and support and prayers. It was very much felt and very much appreciated by my entire family. So thank you all very very much and so I'm gonna say about that because I don't want to cry and it's still very emotional to me right now. So um, I am back at work and trying to get my feet under me and um, hopefully doing a pretty good job at that. So, let's jump in. This is going to be a rough episode. Um, I saw on Clark this morning that Dawn said, you might need tissues for their episode today and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Normally, I'm watching their episode right now instead of recording, but it had been so long since I recorded, I really wanted to get one out to you, so I feel like this may be the same thing. Um, and I'm going to call this episode Thanksgiving because, A, I had intended to record it at Thanksgiving and then it never got done. And B, that's what I feel like I have to do, is just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, everybody on Plurk, everybody on the Ravelry boards, Dawn for kind of spearheading that and um, giving y'all updates for me when I was just not able to do that. Thank you so much. Um, one of the things that I got, I have a big stack here, was this lovely pattern, the Hourglass Cardigan by Sarah Penderson. Um, Jet Girl 1313 KDO sent me this saying that she'd just been thinking about me and my family a lot and she hoped that could bring a smile to my face. It did. Thank you so much, Katie. I asked several of y'all in the last episode to record your own episodes for me and that was so sweet. Y'all did such a great job. And I just want to thank Emily, um, that's Shanthi Dragon, and Fiona Fifikins. Fifikins? I'm sorry. Um, Lowell, who's LK Memphis, and E. Katrin for Love. Y'all were so sweet to do that for me. Thank you so much. Um, and I think Emily and Fiona need their own podcast. Bi-coastal, right, international, thick split screen like Leslie and Laura on the Knit Girls. I'd watch. That's what I'm saying. Then, <laughs> okay, so I'm in Dallas at my dad's bedside, but he is recovering, and I see on Plurk, no, excuse me, Talia, I got a pattern from Talia, and she said, in memory of Carrie, Knit Pearl Girl, who I had just met at Rhinebeck, um, got a huge hug from her at Rhinebeck, had been in a VKN with her just a few weeks before, super sweet lovely lovely lady and I thought in memory of you only say in memory of what so I went out to Plark started going back through 
and oh my gosh, I'm sure many of y'all did the same thing. Um, Amy on Stuck in It Zombies said she did the same thing, spent 30 minutes just rereading all of these plurks. I still have not gotten through that yet. Um, Dawn was talking about how you know, how you have to grieve and some of the things that you have to do. She's got a great list on her RAV group, so go over to Wolf Farms. Um, wow. It's just very shocking to me, still. And I know many of you are in the same boat that I am, who you've met her recently or, or something like that, and it's just shocking and upsetting. Hold on just one second. So in honor of Carrie, Many people, myself included, um, took Tuesday and were doing random acts of patterns, which is something that Carrie had started. And I got several, and so I wanted to say thank you to all of these lovely people. Um, Betsy, who sent me the Follow Will shawl. Melanie, Mad79, who sent me Walnut Grove. That's one of Carrie's patterns. Um, Talia sent me another one of Carrie's patterns. That's Franciscan Gypsy on Rav and Plurk too. And then Jackie Knits, who's Jackie, sent me um, Simile. Gorgeous. Then I got home um, this past weekend and I had the sweetest package from who I call my knitting BFF, Miss Dawn, um, Knitting Wolf, had sent me a hug. Look at this gorgeousness. You may have seen it on her shawl shows, but is that not so beautiful? So I'm going to put it on. So I got this gorgeous little shawl and a sweet, sweet note from Dawn. So thank you. I love it. I love it. Um, then, more thank yous. Um, we had had an overwhelming response to all of the stuff for the CAC, all the donations for the CAC. Um, we've had so many things that they had uh, one raffle slash auction this weekend, and they're going to have at least one more. They may even have two more because of how much stuff that they've gotten. Um, they got tons of stuff from knitters, from y'all, from the viewers. They also got lots of stuff from local businesses. Um, local artisans also participated and donated a bunch of things. It, it has just been overwhelming. They had a huge success um, this weekend, and we will be sending out some thank you notes to everyone who sent in donations. So be looking for, for that in the mail. Um, and then one of the things that came in the mail, it was hard to give up any of the things that came in the mail, but one of them was just so wonderful and beautiful um, that I asked for it for Christmas. And so I bid on it and won with my little donation. It wasn't a little donation. <laughs> Actually, Amy donated quite generously <laughs> to get me this job. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? So this is my Christmas present, um, and it was made out of 
Tanzino Red Malabrigo Sock. And hold on, I have a picture on my phone so I can say thank you to the person who knit it. So Annette K18, um, thank you so much for knitting and donating this. Um, Amy gave a very, very hefty donation to the CAC in your name so that I could win this gorgeous shawl. Um, the really big blue shawl, it did well people. Let me tell you, it did well. Um, even heftier donation for, I mean, it was double the size of the red, so it makes sense. It was a much heftier donation. Um, it did amazing. Uh, the hats and socks um, from Switch Stitch were a huge hit. Um, I say socks, it, mittens and little uh, wristed, wristlets things were gorgeous. They were a huge hit. Um, people loved them and we, we had several other uh, donations, some cowls, just wonderful. And so thank you again everybody for all of your donations to the CAC. Is that all my thank yous? I don't know. I, I, I just have been completely overwhelmed. The knitting community is amazing, amazing. I just, I'm so honored to be a part of, of y'all's lives. I really am. Okay, let me take a breath. A lot of practicing my breathing lately. Um, let's go actually talk about knitting. Let's talk about some finished objects, shall we? Some long finished, but I haven't talked to you in a month, so. Sunday swing socks. These were the last socks that I wanted to get done in Socktober but I did not make it. Um, I finished them first or second day of November, but they have been finished for a while. Yay! This is Lorna's Laces in Outlast in the Zombie Barbecue colorway. And I knit them on a US1, which is what I usually knit my socks on. And they are top down, so I had to use my DPNs. And I enjoy that. It's not my favorite, but I do like that distraction from my normal sock knitting. I don't even know what else to tell you. It's the Sunday swing socks, and so I've been calling them my Sunday barbecue. So, there you go. So, there's finished object number one, even though it doesn't seem like it's a finished object because I've had it finished forever. Then, um, my dad at Rhinebeck was complaining because he was being jealous is what he was being. Last Christmas, I knit my boys, my brother and his two sons, um, all a hat. And then we were, well, Bex, the youngest one wasn't because he um, told me he just wanted red and black white to match his Spider-Man coat. So that's what he got. And one of my very first episodes, I talk about his hat. But Jake's and his dad's, my brother's, were very intricate cable um, Isolde T design. So my dad was complaining 
and jealous because they all got hats and he didn't get a hat. So while I sat there holding his hand in the hospital, I knit him his Christmas hat. And it's reminiscent of the Isolde Teague pattern, except it doesn't have the bill. Um, but it has the cables with the ribs and the seed stitch. And I knit it out of Patton's Croy sock in camo that I held double. And I love it. I absolutely adore it. And if he doesn't like it, I'm keeping it. But I think he's going to love it. Um, I brought it home, actually, and have not shown it to him yet. He knows about it, but I have not yet had a chance to show it to him. So that's his, one of his Christmas goodies. So this one Christmas present checked off the list. Now I just have a bag full of bags and I'm just going to grab and go through. Um, one of the things that I've been spending most of my time on because I could knit on it mindlessly and that's what I've basically been doing. If it was intricate I didn't do a lot of it. Like this was the only intricate thing I did because I needed mindless because my mind was not working. So Chelsea's Christmas sweater. This is her Christmas present and it's huge. It's a boat neck sweater with a little seed stitch raglan increase detail. It was supposed to roll at the bottom, but she didn't like the roll, so we did ribbing at the bottom. I've got one sleeve finished, and again, she was supposed to have a roll on the sleeve, but she wanted ribbing. So, sleeve, second sleeve, halfway done. So, this should be a finished object the next time I see it. So, I'm very excited about that. She was at the house um, yesterday, and I had her try it on. It fits her beautifully. And she didn't want to take it off. And I said, well, you know, that's fine with me. I don't have to finish the second sleeve. So, of course, yeah, that ended that argument. She took the, the sweater off. Sorry, I'm adjusting it. And so now I just have to finish the second sleeve. And Jessie will have her Christmas present. Check. Next. This is the Rocky Coast cardigan that I was supposed to have finished by the end of November. get done. I just don't know when. This will be probably my January I want to knit for me knitting instead of the crazy cow that I'm supposed to be doing it for. Has, is this crazy? Me sitting here bemoaning my cardigan like this? Let that count as my crazy cow. It's in my stuck in zombie's bag. Fat, fat, girl, fat squirrel speaks bag. It would be, you know, jointly in those since it's the joint cow. Uh, what else has not made any progress? Mom Spectra, which I'm going to leave in the bag so she can't see what it looks like right now. But she was sitting next to me the whole time. And I have kept this a secret from her. I think she knows what I'm making her, but she hasn't seen it. So. What else? Chili socks! I'm in love! Unfortunately, they created another Christmas present that I have to knit. Because I was knitting them at my brother's house. And my lovely sister-in-law saw them and said, you know your niece would look adorable in that. And I have enough yarn left over, so 
One Christmas present almost done. Awesome sugar plum knee socks with little lace cuff. How cute. Okay, so details. Again, this is my Patton's Classic yarn in pink sugar and plum. So I'm calling them my sugar plum socks. Pink sugar plums, I think. And then I found a pattern, lace repeat, that's the snowflakes lace, which, come on, Christmas stockings. So they're knee-high, lace top. As you can see, I have not woven in the ends yet. Um, they are not finished, but they are almost finished. You can see I'm well on my way up the leg of the second sock. So this will be, that sleeve will be one night of knitting. This will be one night of easy TV knitting. And as you can see, I have tons more. Um, oh, excuse me, this was not my patent. This is Deborah Norville Serenity Sock. But uh, pink sugar was the correct colorway. Um... So those are, I have plenty to make L. I mean, come on, L's knees are like that tall. So I'll be looking for baby sock patterns so that I can get um, gauge and size, basically. I'll be stealing gauge and size. And creating some more pink sugar plums. So one Christmas present, almost off the needles. Another one added to the list. It is going to be a very sock Christmas. Stockings for Christmas. Because I'm looking all of my... Okay, yeah. That's all. No, that's not all that's on the needles. Told you my brain's not there. Y'all will forgive me. You love me, right? Okay, so another cow. Because as I told y'all earlier, all of my cows for November and December had to have multiple purposes. So they had to be some sort of a gift. They had to fit the cow theme. They had to be stash yarn. So I kind of broke that rule several times. But one of the cows was the Susan B. Anderson cow because I'm going to SSK. Okay. This looks weird. I know it does. It looks like a hat with a really weird thing on top. But picture it with legs. And picture it a much richer green. It's a lot closer to this than it appears in the camera. Okay? So it's a it's a rich hunter green, not that weird looking green you see on the screen. So picture it with legs. It's supposed to be a frog. Okay? So it's Susan B. Anderson's frog and turtle pattern. And I don't have my book with me or I would show you the picture. And then you flip it inside out. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Flip it inside out. And this will also have a head, and it'll be a turtle. Isn't that cute? So this is what I'm making. It's the reversible toy that's a frog and a turtle. These are both um, Cascade 220 on size three double-pointed nitpicks DPNs. And it is, like I said, the Susan B. Anderson Frog and Turtle reversible toy pattern that I got in the itty bitty toy book that she wrote. And so that's the SSK did along. So I have to get this finished. I actually have to get this finished by Thursday. But so I won't be working on my easy TV knitting tonight. I'll be working on this. 
So that's what that is because that is for a coworker's baby. So I'll take some pictures before I give it to her so that I can show y'all on the next podcast. Okay, now that is all I'm working on. And I have some enabling. My first enabling is from the amazing Susan Hayes, Desert Vista Dye Works. In case you didn't know, Susan does custom dye works, right? So I called her, well, emailed her, and said, I need a Mickey Mouse colorway. I've seen Diane with our gorgeous Goofy, and so I need a Mickey Mouse one. So she made me one. This is her Vizio base, which is 75% superwash merino, 25% nylon, 260, uh, 462 yards. The colorway is MIC. Isn't it gorgeous? This is Amy's Christmas present. And she very, very well get this hank of yarn. It's stuck in a box and told that she will get it knit up in January. So this is her socks for her Christmas present. So that's one. So go talk to Susan if you need some colorway and it's not out there in the world. She'll make it for you. Well then, my sister-in-law has decided that sock knitting is just what I need to do. I think her and my brother both. Because my brother has requested a pair of socks. He's worth it. She has requested a pair of socks. She's worth it. And then, of course, the socks for their daughter. So, Kristen, um, very earthy tones. She likes very muted colors. And so, I found this. And it's called London Fog. And it's by Bond Fiber on Etsy. Jamie Rowe. Okay, and the yarn line is Show Me Sock. And the colorway is London Fog. It's 463 yards. Um, there you go. Isn't that pretty? Very uh, close representation to the color. It's just a light gray which is what my sister-in-law loves. Oh yeah, that's just right on, right there. So these will be some intricate socks of some sort for her. I'm very excited, it feels so good. So I'm very excited to start knitting with that. As soon as the two girls' socks come off the needles, these will get cast on. Then last but not least, I made it into the trifecta of yarn club and so but I did the fiber club not the yarn club excuse me um Keegan Lane was this month isn't that awesome all right so let me show you the Keegan Lane I'll get it turned around correctly at some point okay and this is my beautiful wickedness in superwash merino. And it so is beautiful. It's my colors. It is just so me. If I would have been shopping around, I would have bought this when I saw it. It is so awesome. So I'm very excited about my trifecta of awesomeness club. Deep breaths. Maybe that's what I should call this episode. I think that's it guys oh let me talk about fitness yes fitness you know the thing that you have to do to stay healthy 
Um, of course, fitness is going to be even more important in my family than it already has been. First of all, because my dad has always been very fit. He's always been a runner, um, always worked out with weights. They turned their bedroom into a workout room because he's just such a workout buff. And the doctors were saying that that is what saved him. That if he had not been as active and as healthy, he would not have made it through the first bit. So, thank the Lord, literally, that he was as healthy and active as he was. Which means, for the rest of us Warrens, we need to get healthy and active because this is a hereditary issue that Dad had. So, got to get healthy, got to really focus on fitness. So, as Mom was saying on Ravelry, more veggies, more fish, unfortunately not the awesome fish tacos that we ate in Dallas, more walking slash running, a lot less fat, a lot less sugar. Um, we're going to all be going and getting baselines taken of our cholesterol, stress tests, all that kind of good stuff um, in the upcoming year. And I'll really focus on this. So um, I had my yogurt for breakfast this morning. Been drinking a lot more water. And I had my yogurt for dessert last night. That's going to be my typical dessert. It's going to be yogurt and a glass of hot and sweet tea. So that's going to be my new dessert. And one of the things that I wanted to share with y'all, I read this on a Paleo uh, fitness diet blog, was that Paleo is about going back to the Paleolithic style of eating. And it's not something that I've embraced yet. It just sounds very interesting to me, and so I've been reading about it. And the idea that this blogger was talking about was, if you think back to the way humans were in the Paleolithic times, we didn't have the type of lifestyle we have now, where it's all about computers and it's all run, run, run all the time, and um, we want to change our lifestyles drastically in order to improve health or whatever. That back then, you wake up and your goal setting was for the end of the day. I will have food, I will have shelter, I will have water, I will not die from, you know, crazy animals. Goal setting in the long run just didn't really happen. You didn't truly think about what am I going to do 10 years from now? Because they totally grasped the idea that you may not be here 10 for years from now. You know, that saber-toothed tiger is right outside the door. And I thought about that, and I thought, okay, when have I really done the best? The very beginning, we're almost up on my year podcast anniversary, and the very beginning, my first goal was drink coffee without sugar. That's all I told you. That's all I was going to do. That was my whole focus, and that once I did that, I was going to move on to something else. And I did that. And still, to this day, I'm drinking my coffee without sugar. It has stuck because it was a small goal, incremental. I focused on it. I didn't worry about everything else. And I did it. And that's what this blogger was um, advocating, was long-term changes will only happen if you don't try to do something drastically. Now, that's not to say that it's not possible to make a drastic change. There are certainly situations and circumstances where you can make a drastic change and people will, and it will be important enough for them that they stick through. 
but I was successful when I made a small incremental change. And so that's going to be my goal, um, a small incremental change. My brain is not um, at a point right now where I can decide what that's going to be. I would love suggestions from y'all if you have any. Um, y'all know what my struggles are. You've been listening to my fitness and uh, diet struggles all year. So if you have a suggestion as to what my next goal should be, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set another goal and work on another goal just like I did my coffee. As a matter of fact, you can see my coffee cup sitting right behind me. It doesn't have sugar in it. So that's what I'm going to do. I wish you all health. I wish you all happiness, um, love and support from all of your friends. Exactly what y'all gave to me this last month. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will see you next week. Bye, guys.